committed. Bad. Yeah, bad. Bad. Mall. Terrible. Horrible. Shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. It was, it was shit. Welcome in to the PHNX Rising podcast. Phoenix Rising down a 1-0 loss to Las Vegas Lights in absolutely epically brutal fashion. How horrible that game was. Rising's undefeated streak at home is officially snapped into many pieces i'm max simpson uh disgruntled joined by owen evans also disgruntled pissed bothered everything bad 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 horrible i i don't even know I, you know what Let, let's immediately just toss it to juan i've got yes. some juan clips let's just immediately toss it to what juan said initially after the game um i actually think tonight we got what we deserved um we we should have been better you just heard it we we have to be better it wasn't good enough we cannot try to do in in 20 minutes what we didn't do in in the first i mean first half and, and half of the second half is not good enough not on the front foot not 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 really playing the way we want to play and then listen yes there's there's other scenarios and things that happen when sometimes the ball doesn't want to go in but when the ball doesn't want to go in and then you play the way you play to those minutes you're just asking for trouble and that's exactly what happened tonight we're gonna have to learn from this one we're going to have to keep moving forward. We have to understand that in this league, you cannot fall asleep. You cannot relax, not for one game, not for one half. Every minute counts. And we were relaxed. We were too relaxed until the second half, until when then we saw ourselves in trouble and we started to go. Listen, Vegas, I think Vegas actually deserves absolutely everything they took tonight. So why do you think they were too relaxed? Though? I don't know. I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. I spoke about consistency all week, and I told you that this was a high-risk game. And when I say those things, it's because I know this league very well, and I know how it is, and I know how up and down it is. And teams that don't find consistency struggle all the way till November. Teams that find consistency then find a way to navigate the league, and then they separate themselves at the top of the table from the rest of the of the pot. And we're going to have to find that consistency. We're going to have to find a way to see the same team on the field every single week and that's my job so i'm gonna have to focus on that I have to reflect have to reflect a lot tonight and then we gotta keep moving forward because we have a big one in pittsburgh next week <sighs> yeah that's absolutely brutal uh embarrassing team didn't show up uh i mean even Juan's trying to figure figure out really where to summarize that. I mean, honestly, Adele, Darks Before the Dawn, playing in the background of the uh, post-game presser, really summed everything up, just how ironic the performance was. I mean, dude, a, a game like this, I know we're going to get into the stats later, where Rising, once again, dominant possession, had more shots, was the better team for the decisive edge of it, and yet, of course, another match where it was the team had one opportunity that they placed – they finished it. Rising could anything going. What do we make of all this? I think it's something that, look, going into that post-game press conference, there are many kind of areas whereby it's easy, so, or, or scenarios sometimes, it's easier to ask questions, come up with things to ask. I didn't really know what to ask tonight. Yeah. I think that the the reality is, I think a lot of what Juan said is correct. Though. The team just didn't really show up today, I think, yeah. in the right kind of way it was sloppy um in the final third i don't think they had many ideas i think there was no real creativity there um and then they get towards the end of the game and realize there's the urgency and suddenly they got that impetus and you get that but 
again, it's something that we've spoken about a few times, I think, this season already, as the wind is blowing my hair around at the moment. I'm sure that's... We've had a lot of problems with this. Um, we actually had a light earlier attack Max. So the, the light's continuing light to screw us field. all over even after the match. Yeah, right. yeah, the wind up here is not great. Um, we are battling. We are getting it to you. But I just feel like... And maybe this is a good one to segue and bring someone in who's currently standing yeah. off to the side in his little tie with his little Italian <laughs> holding pin. A, hold, He's holding currently our holding light. our light. <laughs> He's currently holding the light, which is more than Phoenix Rising managed to do today. Um, he's holding them. So let's yes. let's bring him in. Come on. I'm going to I'm gonna drag you in. Max, you can stand to the side with us here and share my mic. Um, Jake, I, I mean, I was just saying that there. I, I think after a game like that, sometimes it's hard to know quite what to even ask a coach, yeah. especially after they kind of point out, look, we just didn't show up. Do you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was thinking about what we were going to talk to him about, it was kind of like, how do we say or ask, how do you deal with this when the elephant in the room is you should have walked away with three points? Oh, by far. Yeah, I think. And that's something there in the initial question. I'm guessing he's taking it as maybe you should have walked away with three points today. Were you meaning that more as like you should have beaten this team? Just like ignoring what happened today. you got to walk away with three points. I meant it both you okay. know, playing the team that you were playing, but also the performance tonight. Granted, yes, I agree with them. They, they, it's been consistent all year. They have not been on the front foot or even really been playing well until it's too late. But even then, they had multiple chances. Take away the first half. Yeah. You had you should have finished that 1v1 in the box, yep. and then you, you hit the post twice. Granted, one was from like midfield, but you were creating enough chances to – finish this team and you allow to go completely against the run of play Absolutely. in the second half, especially they were not threatening at all. And to come away with nothing at home, I, I agree with Juan completely. It was an embarrassing performance. We were standing together on the end line in that second half we were watching. And the thing that we, yeah, we noted was this team, you, you actually said it. Well, this team seems like they're trying to play to a script where yeah. they get inside the box. They are in the middle of the 18 box. They're even penetrating into the penalty area. But then they swing it outside, looking for that inch-perfect pass. They are afraid to shoot in the clinical moments, and it's almost like they're only willing to attack when it's the perfect opportunity. And it's something – this is not just isolated to this game. It's something where we've seen this all throughout the season, and it rears its head again in this moment. That's something, actually, that Juan – it kind of came up in the press conference, didn't it? And he was talking about how, yeah, well, we don't want to just take shots. We want to take good shots. But there are times where I worry that they stifle themselves too much in sight of – finding the perfect opportunity. They they get into that point where sometimes it's letting perfect be the enemy of good. Oh, 100%. It's almost as if they want to walk it into the net every single time. Yeah. And there are times when it's just like, shoot, have a shot. Because if you don't, you're not going to you're, you're not gonna do anything. I mean, we've seen it time and time again. We, we even said it while it was happening live. It was like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And it kept going out wide. And then they just swing it back in. And Granted, when it's Arteaga, yes, he has the height. But when you're swinging a ball into Danny Trejo, how many times is he going to win this ball in the air? Yeah. No. It, yeah. It, and then it has to be a perfect ball on the ground then. And it just, yes, I, I agree with Juan to an extent to where, yes, you don't want to shoot just to shoot. You don't want to shoot from outside the box every time. But there are times when you're at the top of the 18, you're only 20 yards out. Yeah. You can get a rebound. Yeah. Just have a go. It, it, sure. it, I get it. It's frustrating because it is a game in which you definitely should have come away with three points. You had enough opportunities, but you just didn't take them. And that that's the game. That's, that's the game. That's the sport. You have to take your opportunities. And the Knights did. Well, this is one question we said we were going to ask you when you uh, swung on in to join us. But when we look at Phoenix rising now, 
what what kind of a loss does this one compare to, I guess, from the losses we've seen over the years? Well, obviously, Phoenix, it's been two years now, really has not been the big bag Phoenix Rising that we have known over the last covering this team for, you know, over half a decade. But, I mean, off the top of my head, I mean, we were there when they lost away to Los Dos. Yeah. And they had a man's... game that you didn't have your tie on, and that's, that's where, where the tie thing where tie gate came from. Yeah. But what happened? They responded with their first ever regular season win away to Orange County. So yes. I'm curious, and now you have a similar test now going to Pittsburgh. Are they going to respond? I mean, Juan is very composed, so he's not going to, especially in front of us, he's not going to let it out. But he was he's pissed. And, yeah. And he should be. And the team should be pissed because not only is this a performance which was ghastly for 60 minutes, but this is not a team that you should be losing to at home. No, well, no, no, no. Especially given the circumstances. You are unbeaten at home. It is dollar beer night. It was a raucous crowd. The South End. My word, if there's any opponent to get up for, it's against Vegas. They brought yep. it. Team didn't bring it, man. Easy as that. And not only did you lose, you got you got shut out at home. Yeah. I'd actually compare the magnitude of this loss to me. I think just how bad it was compared to me for loud and away last year. Yeah, um, that's a, that's I don't think it has the match. same effect in some ways because I think that was in many ways a turning point for Rick. Um, I don't think this is anything like that for Juan. Um, they have not been that bad all season. However, this is a game that at home, there's no excuses. I mean, we said this, we spoke about this so many times on the pod these last couple of weeks. Like, you look at these games, you look at going away to Orange County who are really struggling. You look at playing Vegas at home who are really struggling. And if you're not coming away with wins, you don't want to hear excuses. There are no excuses for these games because these were must-win games. You look at some of the games that are coming up. You look at the match coming up against Pittsburgh. It's not an easy match. You look at the game, then you've got Oakland. Yes, it's here. You've got Louisville. Yeah, again, it's here, but it's Louisville. Um, those are not easy games. You have to bank these points. You have to, when you come up against the Vegases of the world, who have, at this point, prior to today, not won a game all season, you have to have to take the three points at home. I said it to Max during the match. I, I can't remember if it was after the goal was allowed or not, but it last week at OC, I mean, Rising did what Las Vegas did tonight. Rising, mm. Rising did not was not the better team on the on the pitch, but they came away with the result. Yeah. And Las Vegas did that tonight. They found a way. It, it, this is what happens when you let a team stay around. If yeah. you do not put them away, get a goal, yeah. make them have to come out and play – and then you're going to have easier chances. You'll then be able to walk it in because now they're just not sitting back. But Vegas has been playing like this for years now. Yeah. You, you know what you're going to get with Vegas. It, it, it's, it's an all-around just a very embarrassing, frustrating defeat. Well, we were asking, weren't we, if Andrew Carlton and Vegas were going to come in and get a result. That was the, the headline we had on our yeah. show on Wednesday. And, yeah, I guess Andrew Carlton's left here is a very proud boy today. But they have – I mean, they, they're just not – a team that Rising should be losing to at home. It's poor. It is poor. It is atrocious. Uh, three three weeks in a row where Rising is playing the opponent is worse every single week from a record standpoint, from a stylistic standpoint. Three performances where Rising has digressed every single week after week and three uh, weeks in a row where the result has matched the performance and has gotten worse week over week. It's a bit of a microcosm of what we've seen at times throughout this season, but this three-match stretch, even though we're taking six points from the first two matches, very worrying. 
I think it's just, again, it's, it's just hard to come out of today's game with anything really positive to say. I mean... Positive, no. No. I, I don't want to botch this, but from what Peyton Gallagher told us, this is the second longest streak in club history than the first since the rebrand in which they have gone 400 days without winning three matches in a row. I believe I got that right. Oh, and obviously, if grim. you've been following this team for a long time, you understand how good this team once was and how good this team can be in the expectations and standards not only has been set by the fans, not been set by Bobby Dooley, by the managers, but by by even us. I mean, yeah. we came into this game expecting to talk about a win and there's anything but. Oh, it was, they didn't threaten at all, I think, really enough. They, you have those few that come off the crossbar, but again, it's it's about the number of chances when you are not burying them, and they're not burying them really at a particularly high rate lately, I don't think. No. Um, I, I mean, you look at Orange County. You know what they did? I mean, they didn't even create that much, I thought, in Orange County. No. Um, they, there's a lot to still be worked on, I think. I know there was a chat earlier. Uh, chat came in earlier up, I think. It was Eric saying something along the lines of, who do you blame for this one? Is it coaching? Is it players? I think the players didn't show up today, and I don't know quite why. I hesitate to point to complacency, but I think it's complacency. I think coming off of two wins against admittedly poor opposition, um, they were playing poor opposition today. And I think they thought that they got out of jail last week, they'd be fine this week. And they haven't been. Um, they didn't do enough throughout 90 minutes of play uh, to ultimately justify, I think, walking away with three points today. And you're right. You let a team like Vegas hang around in a game for far too long. They will find the net. If you, you've got to bury them when you get the chance. You have to, have to bury them. Because if you don't, they're going to come in and get a result. I, I'm, yeah. It's now how many? Four games against Vegas in a row they failed to win? I'd have to look back, but it's... They've lost three drawn one and then i think they won the final game in vegas of the season before so their last five against vegas is lost three drawn one 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 that's not good enough against the team that i think historically rising has looked that as kind of looked down on yeah, you know they're a team that geographically could be a rival but i think for various reasons i mean both on and adjacent to the field in <laughs> Vegas. Rising fans have never really considered them a serious rival. And yet right now, it seems as though Rising just can't buy a win against these guys. And I think it's even more difficult to digest when you look at the fact that Cal Jennings and Danny Trejo, who have been kind of the two thorns in Rising side over the last two years. One of them's here. One of them's here and the other's not, another's not there. He's in Tampa and it's, well, they still found a way. And it's one thing if you had 30 shots and you hit the post six times and the goalkeeper had the game of his life. But you didn't. You weren't all that threatening. You really, you, I mean, you technically were the best team on the pitch. You you didn't yeah. inspire you. You didn't impress. And the fact that, I mean, yeah, Juan's right. They got exactly what they deserved. And I don't know if it was in that clip that we played, but something else that Juan said, he said he was embarrassed. He said that he thinks the players, when they get in that locker room, probably should feel embarrassed by what happened today. Should, yeah. I think almost the danger sometimes that I see with this team is 
Rising is n- it hasn't been a team where they're going to get played off the pitch, and certainly not from a consistent level. Even if they are the better team or even if they're not doing much with it, they're, you're never going to look at a lot of their matches and be like, my word, they were completely dominated in every single facet. That's not typical of the personnel they have on this team or the performances. But to me, that's almost worrying in a sense that you're not getting played off the pitch, but yet you're still putting in these, at best, lackluster or vanilla, just big meh performances week over week it's on the offensive end it's you know the the spine of the team has its moments where it's usually pretty consistent but today again we saw that the defense shakier than it's been in the past not just on the goal but also in the first half letting a lot of these shots creep in and if vegas wasn't skying them out of the stadium on a couple shots could have been uglier yeah yeah that'd be better all right right, jake if we burned up enough of your time this evening Thanks for having me, guys. That's Love good. being back. Maybe we'll see him a little bit more. Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. We'll see. We'll see. All right. All right. Jake is heading home now. He's going to... Uh, Cheers, man. Maybe enjoy a drink when he gets back or something else. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 100%. Maybe we need to hook him up I know, with some of those I know. Well, well, if he's going to have a drink, it's definitely going to be our friends at Four Peaks. You know what I mean? Because our friends at Four Peaks, um, listen, they're not going to cure what we just watched today. Um you know they were, they, they weren't. You know they weren't uh, doing the dollar beers here, but I certainly channeled their presence through the beers that were being had. If that makes sense. Uh, listen, love our friends at Four Peaks. Appreciate them uh, joining us. They're at they uh, supplied some nice beers today at our golf tournament earlier in the day. Uh, it's been a long day for me, guys. I, I woke up at four thirty this morning, and uh, when I'm ending the day at ten thirty one right now, I did not expect for this no. result. So it's been an incredibly long day, Four Peaks. Appreciate you guys helping make it a little bit easier with their tea, uh, tea shot lager. It is absolutely fantastic. Get some today. Check them out at Four Peaks Pub and at Four Peaks Brew on Instagram. Uh, must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Owen did mention OGs. Uh, yeah, there were some OGs at our um, uh, Keep It 100 Golf Classic as well. And, yeah, uh, really could help. Uh, definitely, uh, man, I'm going to go home. I'm going to use uh, use some uh, Sleep Edition, man, because I absolutely sorely need it for many reasons. So appreciate our friends at OGs. Oh, you need it. You need to do your BJ's in the chat saying, Where's my world's smallest violin? Max? I saw, oh, here we go. There we go. Yeah, appreciate our friends at OGs uh, hooking us up, being a part of our tournament and everything that we do. Uh, again, check them out at ogsbrands.com uh, to find them at a local dispensary near you. Of course, the creams, uh, the fruits, pink lemonade coming out June 21st, all that jazz. It must be 21 plus years or older to enjoy responsibly. Uh, some other things in the chat, some love for Jake in here. A uh, couple of people. Uh, we've also got a comment from Ernie Stewart. Um, again, continuing <laughs> another, another, another one. the usual trend. That was worse than his hiring of beer halter. halter. I hear that. Well, actually, Greg, be, be, beer halter. Beer halter. Oh, yeah. that's clever. Greg Beer Halter's actually being linked to Swansea. I saw. Believe? I saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Vanillas Bluebird with mediocrity in the final third again. Ownership needs to dig deep and find more creativity. I don't disagree. I think they're in, too inconsistent in that final third. Yeah. You need consistency in the attack. Yeah. You need to just create for your teammates, and they're not right yeah. now. They're not. Um, I think. I, I mean, think, even last yeah. week, right? Manuel Artiaga, he does it alone pretty much. The goal he scores. Yeah. And I think that was his one real flash in that whole game. Yeah. Um, I don't think he did a whole lot else to I, really I, I, make I, you too happy. <laughs> watching him yeah i think the microcosm of this game honestly and what i saw from the offensive end was eddie majoma in absolute acres of space and like yeah. to rising's credit they were they were yeah. trying to get in the ball 
And in the second half, they succeeded a bit, had some drives. Like, honestly, took some guys on one-on-one. I think his second half was much better. But in the first half, they kept on trying to feed him the ball, and the ball was either five, seven yards in front of him, eked out for a throw-in at times, a goal kick. And you just look, and every time, you know, it's like he's giving, like, the thumbs up, like, hey, looking back, nice pass. But it's just when it keeps happening and you keep trying the same thing and it's not working, you kind of have to – have that regrow as a team and think if we keep on doing the same thing and it's not working and yeah, he has acres of space and all that, but if we're not able to work the middle of the, f- the pitch, if we're not able to get some shots off, then do we really think this is the best strategy? Because time and time again, we understand that we've been craving for this team to put in some more crosses and to, uh, you know, vary the attack and the passing a bit, but there's gotta be a better way to doing it because they are so afraid to go in the middle of the pitch that can, that, that can lead to a lack of output from the number 10 position. Yeah. Again, we've talked about the inconsistency of yeah. Fetty Perella. We've talked about the inconsistencies of Manuel Arteaga yeah. at the number nine position. There's a lot of roots for this team, but that is the one thing where they are anemic in that, in that middle part of the pitch in the attacking area. If it's not within the penalty box, mm. it's just they, their creativity dies and they're at, their escape is to pass it out to the wings where while that can be good when they're only relying on that it gets predictable and they've gotten shut down again it does max there's a question here did you name a player of the game today you know what i actually did have a man of a match this one was a toughie uh you know a lot of not really good candidates because everyone really stuck out uh in poor ways but it was not the FBI. Uh, but it's time to name the match. Producer Sean put up that graphic, Port for War. It is beer. It's beer. It's beer. Uh, you know, only $1. Can't beat that value there. Uh, a very, very high work rate. Uh, if you guys saw our pregame content at phnex underscore underscore rising, people putting in work. So appreciate you guys. And then putting in a shift. Uh, yeah, really, before, during, after. That beer was flowing. Um, yeah, even uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of kind of ugly when it got chucked on the pitch towards the end. Um, not great, but right, beer was flowing. We love some chance we'd rather have not heard tonight. Yeah, 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 not not good there. But I mean, you know, the beer was flowing. Listen, when you get into an environment like this with Vegas, it's not by no means excusing the things that happen, but like the beer is going to add fuel to all the fire. And oh, my word yeah, did it yes. not. My it word did. did it not. You know, I'd give an alternative shout out actually to the uh, electronic boards behind us. You see the little uh, plug we had going up there for PHNX. Right? I'm going to be honest with you. That was looking for it uh, all game. It and like, come well, no, no, no. I, I know. I, I talked to Rachel and I know that it, what, it did go up, but every single time I looked, it was the same rotation in the sense that I just missed it by two seconds. Every single time I looked. I up, feel so, you. I yeah, feel it you. But yes, there was that. Um, Here's the thing. Uh, let's shout, shout, shout out producer Jacob. Chat. For that. Yeah, time. Shout out to yeah. Jacob for that one. Um, the other things here. BJ, the other thing is that they don't vary things. Manjama will go five or six times in a row down the line, then five or six times to the middle instead of varying both. I don't the, disagree. It's, 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 it's what they do. Listen, like we I said. I think there's just not as, as many... I just don't think there's as much creativity in there as there could be. I think the thing, I think the issue, and this is kind of goes back to my point of they haven't played off the pitch, is when you have a bit of success with certain things, like when you have a bit of success of, hey, let's drive down in the corner, you know, uh, the wingbacks can beat a man, they can put some balls in. That has been decently successful for this team. The almost crippling part is it's, 
it's not successful to the point where it's working and that's where they're scoring other goals, but it's not completely unsuccessful where they have to turn away from it. It's almost the middle ground where, hey, let's keep trying. I hope it works. And that's where everything has gone through. Again, kind of like not being played off the pitch. I'm not saying I want this to happen, but like a smack to the face in maybe back-to-back matches where they have been played off the pitch might stir some things of like, we can't keep doing the same thing because it is every single time in the bad performances. We say the same thing. There's a lack of shots. There is a lack of offensive fluidity. They only play through the outsides. It's another match of that. I know that everyone watching, we sound like broken records, and I'm sure you guys are saying the same things. But like, there's only, broken records last year. There's well. only so many times you can say it where it's like, I don't really know what else like to say no, what, what, no, what goes wrong because wrong. it's the same thing every time. That's the maddening part about all of this. They're not tr- finding new ways to lose or new ways to not get a result. It's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing. I'm losing my voice, man. It's the same thing. Maven's keep with some really like galaxy brain. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I'm trying to understand. Okay, I, com- it's ten thirty at night. No, no, it's here, been a long uh, day. Complex dynamics is as complex dynamics of sentient beings does. Simplifying it prevents acceptance and therefore higher levels of satisfaction. Optional. Uh, uh, simplifying it prevents acceptance and therefore higher level. Uh, I guarantee yeah. you that does make sense. It does. We're just I, blanking on it, this. This isn't. Much. It's not you. It's us. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, G Beer Halter mm. is in there now. Um, they, okay. Uh, He's is back. that a swan? It's a swan. It yeah. is a swan. So there we go. Uh, Beer Halter is confirmed. He's going to Swansea. Yeah. Race dog eighty eight. Appreciate. Yes, that's it. What have we been doing? Isn't working. Do something different. That's. Man, that's the I think that's the part where we just lose our heads is like there are teams who are just straight up poor and you can't find. Yeah. And yeah. And this is the thing now. you are right in that it's not working in some ways. Do something different. But you also have to remember that going into today, this team had only lost two games. This team had only lost two games and had lost them to Tampa Bay Rowdies, who are by far the form team in the league at the moment. They are. Yeah. And they lost to San Diego Loyal away uh, away from home. So in some ways, is it working in that are they going out and dominating teams? No, they're not. They're not. And that's completely fair. But it is working in terms of results, broadly speaking. So today was the exception. So, so here, so here I, I, get, I agree and that they haven't been losing a lot of games. But here's where I'd argue. And this is where, I mean, I think the fact that we're maybe not as, put it this way. If this, if this match ends 1-1 in a draw in some way, shape, or form, we are still poking holes in the performance. We are still upset. But I don't think we're this heated. A loss, understandably, brings us out of us, and it makes us call more attention to things. The fact that they've only had two losses before this, I don't really think that I mean, you can blame it on past rising standards have been so well, and we're looking to hold them to those standards. Blame it on other things like that. But I think having only two losses, I still don't think that's good enough because so many other performances in draws, even in some wins, they have stalled. And I am worried of the bigger picture that, yes, I'm not saying we're not even ha- I'm not having the conversation of, playoffs or what that looks like down the road i'm talking about holistically as this team as a whole the bigger picture issue of these things keep on happening and regardless of the result whether it's a win a draw or a loss the performances are inconsistent you will have one performance where some things seemingly to be rectified a bit and then you have two performances where maybe it's a draw and a loss or a draw and draw whatever it is 
where it's just maddening inconsistency. And that's yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I want to see this team, regardless of the results, because we know the results, they're gonna be, I think they're gonna be okay in the long term. But re- it's regardless of the results, the performances need to improve because then you do see things like this where the results rear their head and losses. You can point to the only two losses before this, but that doesn't matter. It's not good enough to me. The draws are just as killer. We're not going all in, in on it as much because it's one point rather than zero. If this is how they're going to play, though, minus Cavalam and Carlos Harvey, this team's in big trouble. This team's in big trouble. Gosh, if, I totally if, forgot about that's that. That's how they play. Ah, right? Those two ah, players could be gone for four games, ah, potentially. They could be gone for four games in ah, the next month into July. If this team doesn't fix certain other issues that they have prior to that point when those two go away, I think this team is going to struggle quite badly without Carlos Harvey, without Kevin Lambert. And they really need to get those things done. I, I see Edward in there. We done. I, I wouldn't go quite that far. No. Earlier, he was giving us the real, sim- I mean, he was, I think, trying to say score goals simple as. Thank you, North FC. Um, a, a center forward with pace and movement would be nice. John McPherson says, I get it. I get it. Um <laughs> I think it's about a bit more variation, maybe. I yeah. don't think that... I mean, how did you feel seeing the change late and seeing um, Jackson Conway come on? Do you think he did very much of anything? No. To uh, you? No. I, I I don't think... I mean, and, and this is probably a conversation where my... Let's have it now. I, I real, real quick, slight tangent. I, I think the changes were made a little bit too few, a little bit too late. I would like to see more of a response. I mean, even in a game like this, I wouldn't even mind it a halftime change. It is easier said than done in the retrospect. I get that. But you are, you, you are not pushing the emphasis against a team where you absolutely need to. If you're going to do the, two, the dual forward, if you're going to bring on another attacker, whatever, needs to happen earlier in my aspect where you want to see a response. Do you... Do you disagree on that? Yeah, I, th- I think that Juan's tinkering um, has definitely, he's become a lot more conservative in his moves. I think yeah. these last two games, um, I think that against Orange County, he makes only the two changes at the same time. Yeah. Um, and what he does there, you, you look at it and he says, well, I didn't want to make more because I felt like that those changes actually took a little bit out yeah. of us. Um, yeah. Today, again, I think it was quite hesitant. Um, I don't know. So I, I, I don't know. So this is where – so then now going back to John's comment of a center forward with pace and movement would be nice. I don't disagree. This is – I'm not trying to be a, the doom and gloom guy, but if I'm looking – Max re- doom and gloom Simpson. You heard it here first. It's, it's got a ring to it. Uh, if, I, if I'm – well, actually, I'm actually just playing off of Albert's comment. We're minus two points on the tattooometer tonight. So this the, is true. It's a silver lining. We uh, need the Adman tattoo. But maybe they heard that and they're just demotivated by that. That's fair. Uh, should be motivated. Anyway, going back to John's comment of would a player like a center forward help? I think it would. But the doom and gloom mini version aspect of this is – I don't think they are just. Would you get the service in this team? Well, that's the thing. I don't think. I don't think they're. It's not like they're a player away or they're a game breaker away from being completely different. This team has the personnel, and yes, the number nine position. I don't think they're as clinical as they can be. And would another player help that? Certainly, but that to me is not the bigger issue. In other games, we have to point the finger. Am I going to point a finger now? Someone who's been very underwhelming. I think we. Know who this finger is being pointed at? I'll let you Fede Varela. I mean, he's been underwhelming. He had some change. Incredibly had, underwhelming he, he, he based some, on he, what we were being sold on, <sighs> what we saw at times in preseason, <sighs> and I don't think that we've seen that in the the regular season. Now, I don't know quite why that is. Um, 
but I, I don't think you can disagree with the notion that he's underperforming. I think he, I, I think this was, I, mean, I, I might get a lot of heat for this. I actually think this was like this first, the first half was actually one of the better halves that he had. But again, the bar is so low, it's unfortunately not saying much. I think he actually had some chances, um, wasn't able to finish that one in the first half, was able to spray it out and put it in, in some through the walls. But like, man, that if that's the bar, so dang low. And to, and I think, right, we keep on going back to the, the antithesis, an, antithesis, whatever, the, the, the part You're where not the, bringing up Antifa the, on this the, part. No, no, the, no antithesis. Like and to, uh, the, the part where team does bad is Andrew in, the, is in, oh, no, 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 no. The part where this team does bad is in the middle of the pitch. And again, I referenced earlier, the number 10 position, it's just been a, it just hasn't been it's the outlook. It has not had the creativity. It, it goes as a team as a whole, but this is why I keep going back to it's not just one player. It's not just one guy needs to step up. The entire team yeah. needs to retool their approach. There's a, it's, there, a couple of things include more shots. It includes really just having some more daring balls, whether it is some through balls or whether it is just taking some more chances. But the fact that if the only result that this team consistently goes to in good times and in bad is play the corner ball and watch for their wingbacks to win one-on-one battles. I do not care how often that works. Where and, and there are games where it does, don't get me wrong. But if that's what's only going to happen every single time, there is a cap to this. And forget just talking about playoffs. If you're, the goal for this club, which it is, is to win the USL but championship. That's not, that's not of this not, season. That's not of this season. That, we've got to be we've got to be I understand, but I'm, not even, I, but I'm not even I'm not even saying that's about just, this but I'm not even saying about just the season. This is my whole point is the fact that if this is how they're going to be playing, and if this is the identity of this team moving forward, not just in this season, but next, if this is what they're sold on of, hey, we are going to play through our outside backs and that's how we're going to live and die. There's plenty of time to retool and rethink. But if that's how they're going to play moving forward, it's not just a this season thing, but that's not a long-term solution for this season, yeah. next season, or beyond. You need to have more creativity and more this fluidity in how you do this. This is true. Well, the Bud Knight is in the chat and uh, shout out to him apparently. And uh Max, you know, ad man, give me an ad. Let's move on. <laughs> it's the first time I think you've ever ad man. Just get ad. them, get them done. It's fair enough. Fair enough. Let's move on. Well, I appreciate it. Because we'll stand here talking about the exact same stuff for the next 20 minutes. I know. We appreciate our friends at Circle K. Circle K, I'm going to go and get me not just one Polar Pop, but two Polar Pops. I filled up today. You did. Reasonably priced. By the way, uh, for those of you who missed it, um, they had fuel day yesterday from 4 to 7 p.m., you saved 40 cents a gallon, and they do that stuff from time to time. Uh, they give out fuel cards. They give out all kinds of stuff. We love our friends at Circle K. Shout out to them. They're at a golf tournament, all that kind of good jazz. Um, they just support the heck out of us. Again, if you guys want to get your hands on um, some Polar Pops, some BOGO Polar Pops, text PHNX to 31310 to get a buy one, get one free Polar Pop. Again, really helps us supporting the show. Get my voice back because it's hoarse from yelling and everything like that, so please do it. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate our friends at Circle K. Also want to appreciate Valley Tap Room. They had a whole sponsorship um, at our golf tournament. Um, just good people over there, um, you know, hooking us up with uh, some pint vouchers, all that jazz. We're going to got to hit trivia uh, here again one of these weeks. So shout out them for being awesome. Good people, right? You guys got to check them out. Um, they have trivia, Wednesday, wine discounts, happy good hour. Happy, happy hour. Good day. beers. Honestly, good beers. Also, uh, again, I, I, need, I need to plan with them uh, some of uh, more specifics. But later in the summer, 
we're going to be hosting some watch parties at Valley Tap Room. Got to get you these specific dates. It's probably going to be at a time where Rising's a bit more on the west side of the valley. But yeah, you're going to come to Valley Tap Room. Check them out at Valley Tap Room on Instagram and then also on the 202 in Gilbert to actually check them out in person. Um, All right. Huh. There was one other game in USL today. Should we talk? Have a look what yeah. the score was in that. I, I don't even know. I what think the, the beautiful part about this, game. and I'm, I'm not going to ask for Hartford Athletic won the Sacramento <laughs> yeah. Republic four. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I just want to point out, it's very funny that we, this game was so mad. I'm not going to ask producer Sean to do this, but like we didn't even get to buy the numbers. There's no need for it at this point. No, we we're, don't. We're, we're, the, 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 this, this post game does not call for what it. What I will say, yeah. what I will say is that <sighs> Max is here saying he's very tired. Someone else who probably was quite tired, and yet she seemed incredibly jovial. That's a nice transition. And jumping around here and very happy and excited, I think, to talk about what she's doing. USL Super League uh, president Amanda Vandervoort. Yeah was uh, out and about. She's been doing interviews all day long. Uh, she must be tired by now, I'd imagine. Yeah. And yet she still brought the same energy from the minute she showed up at the stadium until after she was done with like the fourth interview in a row up here on the top of the yeah. press box. <laughs> but yeah. on that note, of course, yeah. I did, of course, get the chance to speak to Amanda. And uh, we'll preview a little bit of that maybe now. Should we preview a little bit? Give him a teaser. Let's have a little teaser. So do you think as a league you're going to be competitive then with the NWSL obviously that already is out there? Well, listen, we're focused on we're focused on what we're building um, and that's things like and we're, we're focused on the things that make us unique and special. So uh, you guys know our, our youth to pro pathway um, from the youth all the way through um, the our academy, through the W League and into the Super League. That pathway is something that uh, we're really focused on the development of players and matching matching players with opportunity, matching talent with opportunity at every step of their journey. Um, and then we're also playing on the international match calendar. So we'll run from August through till June with a summer and a winter break. And that allows national team players to play their their for their country in the summers, um, the Olympics, the Women's World Cup. They can feature in those matches without sacrificing their club games as well. And to us, that's a really big deal. So do you think that will make you perhaps competitive for certain international players, be they... U.S. internationals, internationals from other countries. Yeah, sure. We we know that. Listen, we we deliver some of the, the best standards in the world here in the United States and in the USL. And with the Super League, we uh, we're aiming high. So certainly, we we look forward to not only American players uh, who are here, Americans who've gone abroad who want to come home, and international players who uh, who see themselves playing here in the United States. Absolutely. So, yeah, the full interview with Amanda, we're going to post that tomorrow. So make sure to uh, check in. We'll put it on the website. It'll be via all the different podcast platforms. We'll play the interview in full. We covered a lot of topics, okay? There's what you heard there. Amanda referencing a winter break, which I hear might be how they're going to get away with some of those northern cities. Yeah. Indeed. But plenty of other things as well. We touched on, we touched on the Division 1 decision to go D1 rather than D2. Mm -hmm. We touched on safeguarding, knowing that's been a, a really big problem in, in women's sport and particularly yeah. in the NWSL. We spoke a little bit about competitions as well outside of just the league. Yeah. And uh, there's quite a bit to digest there. Keep an eye on it. There will be some content on that tomorrow. And uh, we have already begun the process of nagging her to come into the studio for a longer interview. Uh, so uh, I, I, at some point, hopefully, 
hopefully. Uh, yeah, I, I believe some transfer news. I think we're planning a, uh, a scarf for scarf uh, swap, uh, perhaps. Well, uh, Amanda did say that because it's her second time on the pod, she did appear on their last year that we're on the brink of having to maybe start work on a CBA. Mm, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's getting closer. Last Women's time. US Open Cup, BJ says. Yeah. Now, I couldn't possibly comment on what I was told today about that, but you'll hear it tomorrow. Nice. Hook him in. Uh, no, I, I think, I think right, uh, you kind of just see your energy around pitch, especially before the match. Uh, a lot of, um, I think there was a, a girls, like, state uh, champions winners that were honored or whatever before the game and just, like, you're going up to everyone, talking to them. It's just really cool to see. Just, like, I think maybe it's keep her comment really – encapsulates everything so excited so many little girls to have local heroes i i think that just really that's Indiana something energy. that was key yeah. i mean she yeah. uh, amanda was very clearly i think excited about that she is local right amanda's from tucson so yeah, yeah she is a she is from arizona so yeah. i i mean coming out here um she brought her niece up here on top of the press box actually at halftime yeah uh to have a look around um I know that one of our, our fellow journalists up here kind of was having that conversation with her about how, you know, just looking at this and looking at how, you know, growing up, they didn't even have a men's team here for, for this particular person growing up. Yeah. And now not only you've got Phoenix Rising, you've got that side of things. Yeah. Now his now. niece has people to look up to who will it's be growing. playing here in Phoenix. They get kicking off in August 2024. So, yeah, yeah we're going to be. Keeping on talking through that one. And yes, BJ, it will be two AZ teams, one in Phoenix, one in Tucson. Uh, it seems like she's quite happy for the rivalry there as well. 100%. It's going to be a fun one. And we'll... Uh... We're gonna name a Derby after. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm kidding. We're not gonna revisit that. We're. we're no. Yes, I know. We're, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Okay. We're. We're moving. No. Oh <laughs> uh, man. No. Appreciate everyone in the chat. Um. Honestly, a lot of good uh, people in here, especially you guys waiting. Honestly, we understand that these uh, post game logistics are always fun. So thank you very much for bothering with us. Shout out to G Beer Holder who came back <laughs> yeah, to yeah, say yeah, Gara yeah. needs to add a bounce pass to his repertoire. What's a manager without a bounce pass? Tis, tis, I mean, to be, he, he, he does, he does have the nice uh, behind the back bounce pass as well. So, uh, oh yeah, and his rare Jordans as well. Yeah, I'm sure this is this is very true. They uh, get nicked in Swansea. I did see they get nicked in Swansea. That's, that's fair. I did see Everett's comment uh, slightly above that. We want merch. Okay, uh, if, where do you get merch? You're talking about this whole thing. Hold on, let me uh, put my chest. <clears throat> You want to get what on earth was for that? those of you who are watching on the on uh on video you, YouTube, see what I you just saw what he did for those of you who are looking on audio i just flex my pectorals on audio did my best terry cruz right choice yeah, you did. hey but if you want to get your merch check us out at phnxlocker.com you got the nice shirt you got the nice scarf also if you pester us enough and maybe we get some momentum going maybe tweet at us or whatever Maybe we can do like another shirt. Uh, you know, Owen said he would love to get like an ad man shirt with my face on it or something. The ad man pose. Multiple <laughs> people have said the ad man pose in response to this. Um, uh, I will actually also say to this one, uh, um, uh, just to, to hop uh, back to the um, the serious now, would be just yeah. saying about doing podcasts for the women's teams too. I yeah. will say that at least through now, until this team is taking the field, we're going to keep talking about them on here. Sure. We're going to keep going out, and when things are happening, we're going to keep going out and hearing the latest on this. Yeah, and uh, that's—I mean—it was part of what we were doing today, speaking to Amanda. Yeah. Um, we've we spoke to Amanda. Uh, I spoke to Amanda, of course, back in Louisville last year as well. Uh, we are going to keep paying attention to this, and uh, 
trying to keep on top of what's going on. I think the beauty about what we do, right, is we're not just doing this for, uh, you know, during match days. It's something, you know, we're, we're doing the pods uh, during the week. We're doing stuff in the off season. Um, and we're not it, sleeping. And we're, we're not sleeping. Really, you add a new team, I'm really not, not sleeping. It helps us, uh, us justify not only what we're doing, but continue to do more content. Always appreciate when you guys not only hit the like button and you join our shows, which we really do appreciate, you know, the people the pod, man, especially if we're doing more women's content and other things like that. I know there's a lot more rising fans out there that either don't know about us or whatever. Share the word. We appreciate it immensely. Always the diehards in the chat, everyone who's showing up, all the regulars. Honestly, appreciate you guys very much. Um, I think I'm going to get us out of here because I'm tired. Uh, we are tired. I'm going to start falling asleep on your shoulder here. You can follow. Oh, gosh. Uh, I should have Jackson Conway him. No. You know? <laughs> Too soon. Uh, no, I know the moment's passed. Uh, you can follow us at phnx underscore underscore rising because double the underscore no i'm not saying it today that's understandable all right fair enough you can... but there will be content about the women's team if you look on it, uh social media tomorrow it's fair enough i appreciate race dog i appreciate the, the nice note um yeah oh gosh i'm, getting, can... I'm almost tripping over my mic, mic I'm, play. I'm almost tripping over my words uh you can follow owen at oj evans 18 you can follow me on twitter at max david simpson um, yeah, like I said, follow us on Twitter again at PHNX underscore underscore rising. Um, we'll be back this week. We're back to our normal Tuesday, yeah? Tuesday, Thursday. Back to the yep. normal Tuesday, Thursday at so six. Tuesday at six. Yep. And then there'll be that audio only tomorrow, which will be accompanied by an article on the That's website and yep. all of that kind of jazz. So audio only tomorrow, Tuesday at six, Thursday at six, back to the regular programming. Um, until this until this week. Catch you guys, follow us on Twitter for all the news and stuff, but peace.